Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa, and we are going to rev the word today. It means you're going to move your body and hear God's truth and love spoken over you. Thanks for being here today. I'm honestly, I'm going to be real honest with you. I am in, I don't, I don't know what it is, um, but I'm doing this today out of pure obedience. Um, do you ever feel like, you know, if you go off of your feelings, if you feel faithful or if you feel hopeful or you feel it, then you do it. That's, that's not faith. <laughs> that is not faith. You guys, faith is being faithful no matter what. And that we, he's faithful when we are faithless. Scripture says that. And so I'm, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm, I've always shoot it to you guys straight. Um, I will never pretend that this thing is easy because it's not. Gospel is simple, but it's not easy. So um, for lack of a better, I think you might hear some people say, you know, I'm in a dry season, or they feel like another word the Bible calls is a wilderness season. And um, I don't think I'm in a wilderness season. It's just a wilderness moment. But what's interesting is that we are also getting ready uh, for uh, 2019. we'll be launching an outdoor instructor training program. It really is, it, it, our, our, our tag for it is, you know, our tagline for it or nickname for it is called Rev Wild. And it's for people that feel called to the outdoors, that, you know, leading hiking trips, fishing trips, camping, whatever, just outdoors. So that's coming in 2019. And I'm actually in the process of writing the Bible study for that, which, I love God's word. I love studying. I love writing. Um, I, I do it again out of sure obedience. But I think, I don't know if it's just the concept of careful what you study, <laughs> but listen, study the whole Bible. Don't just study the things that make you feel good. But the wilderness is something that I feel my life is very familiar with. Any wilderness season, you feel outcasted, you feel like you don't fit in, you feel hidden, you feel overlooked, you feel, notice a lot of feel here, but it is a place that Jesus himself learned, not learned, he knew it was a place of intimacy with God. So when you don't feel connecting, like you're not connecting to others, you're not, you know, you're just like, this is, this, this isn't as going as I had thought. How about that? This is not working the way I thought. And I, I want to speak to the heart that really does feel hidden today. You feel like, you know what? I'm, I'm just a mom and all I do is change diapers. What, where's the glory in this Lord? Or I'm just a cog in the wheel at work. I don't have the high position. I'm not a, a man of great influence. I, I'm just kind of hidden, God, yet you've called me to something great, right? So that tension we feel, and we're tempted there, as Jesus was tempted in the wilderness to say, well, God, you must have got it wrong. Well, God, I must have heard you wrong. You, maybe you're not that good, right? And it's a tempting place. And it's a place where we can really grow and thrive. And we can learn to, once we can learn to enjoy it or to embrace it, uh, and to fight the lies, the enemies, all the enemies of the, lo- the land of the wilderness that try to come and, tell- and take our faith, it's there that we know that we're, God is preparing us for the season we are about to enter into, whatever that might be. So 
I don't know if it's because I'm studying that, I'm feeling that. I'm just here today out of sheer obedience, and maybe you are too. Here's what I know, you don't have to do this. If you just listened to the words and played the music, I, I know you're gonna be blessed, but I would say go for a walk. I will um, encourage some moments of push today. I'll do them two minutes at a time, a two minute push and then a big recovery, a two minute push and a big recovery. Um, I'm also applying some science here today of interval training uh, that on the minimum, if you're going to interval train, trying to get at least 10 to 12 minutes of a push, but spread out forever how much time it takes. So I, I guess my mind is, <laughs> I'm yoking into a little bit of something that we can tangibly take hold of while we're maybe in a place that we don't fully understand our soul and our spirit wise. So all right, before I go any further, I want to say thank you to all our partners. Thank you to all our partners. You guys make this possible. And honestly, we have big, big dreams around here, a big vision. It's way bigger than me. I am in over my head. My staff, we are all in over our head in a great way, which is why the wilderness can feel really real. Because if I knew how to do, if I had the resources, the money, the time, the talent to do all the things that God has placed on my heart, I wouldn't need God. And so you guys being partners with us, thank you. You can become a partner for as little as 10. We encourage $20 a month. Uh, you are helping us use the gospel to break down all types of eating disorders. Marriages are being renewed. People's identity being restored. People are getting healthy and whole so they can go out and love others because they've been loved by God. Um, head over to our website, become a partner with us. Our thank you gift to you is RevWell TV which every month, movement, workout, training, posture, breath work, more stuff into your inbox, challenge groups every month. Um, I'm, I pop back there. We have other instructors, people that are here to grow you in godliness because physical training is of some value, but it's godliness we're going for. So thank you for becoming a partner. If this tugs at your heart, you've been blessed by these podcasts. Become a partner, put your money, put your treasure, where your heart, where your, where your hope is, right? Your heart might not even be there, but your hope is that God can do much with your little. So thank you for that. All right. All right. Let's get going. Just moving your feet and we will start the playlist. Hold on. I thought we would start the playlist. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Okay. Everyone take a deep breath, inhale, exhale, again, inhale, exhale, it's good, breathing, man, it's just breathing, breathing, that right there will get you focused, grateful. All right, let's enter his gates with thanksgiving, everyone. You don't even have to feel thankful to be thankful. Come on. Ain't this the truth? This is the battle for which I was born, to integrate you, heart, mind, soul, and strength, so you might live free. That you don't have to feel it to be it. Right? Hey, and same thing. Just because you do something wrong doesn't mean you are wrong. That's shame. Throw it off right now. 
Thanks, Florence. Shake it off. Easy feet. So grateful, God. We're just grateful that when we move, something does shake loose. So come, God. Come. Come in your fullness. Sit down on the throne of our hearts and fill us. Fill us up. That even in the dry and weary moment, day, week, month, or season, you're faithful. You're with us. Never leaving, never forsaking. That we do not have to feel it to be it. So God, fill the gap between our heart and our mind. Fill the gap where it feels disconnected. Fill the gap. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to be reading scripture to you today <laughs> from Luke 3. And we're actually going to camp out in the wilderness with this weird dude called John the Baptist. All right? Talk about a guy that was misunderstood. Talk about a guy that was hidden. Talk about a guy that was like totally dismissed. <laughs> all the days of his life. All the days of his life, everyone. But he was faithful. Filled with the Holy Spirit. From the moment of conception, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Think about that, too. He was one of the few pre-Pentecost, pre-the Holy Spirit coming after Jesus' resurrection. He was pre-resurrection, filled with the Holy Spirit and sent into the wilderness to prepare the way. What? Like, why don't we prepare the way in the main square, God? Why in the wilderness prepare the way? Hmm. That kingdom living again. <laughs> That's why second guess what you want always. Figure out how much of it is you and how much of it is the spirit drawing you towards it or maybe away from it. Good. On a scale of 1 to 10, right now you're about a 6. 1 being laying in bed. 10 being all-out effort. You're about a 6, maybe a 7. Everyone notice? Can you take a deep breath still? I can, but I'm starting to notice getting a little shorter. There's no lactic acid burning up in my thighs or whatever I'm doing. My breath, my oxygen is buffering, covering that lactic acid. There's plenty of oxygen going around. Well, 
We're going to do a two minute push. It's your choice, but you're going to get it to the point where you now will feel the lactic acid. It's not going to be comfortable. It's comfortably uncomfortable for two minutes. You can do it. It's right at threshold, a little over lactic acid threshold. Get ready. Luke 1.80 says, And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. You feel in the wilderness. You're in the right spot. He came declaring a baptism of repentance. Which honestly, you guys, that just means a baptism of repentance, refreshment for the forgiveness of sins. God is constantly doing this with us, you guys. And if it's not a sin that you've done, it's a sin that somebody else did. Constantly, His Word refreshes us, cleanses us, cleans out the infected cut into our hearts. That's what His love does. And we're going to hang out on Luke 1, I'm sorry, Luke 3, verse 4 through 6. As is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet. So there, he's, this is being declared about John. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall become straight, and the rough places shall become level ways. Two minutes, go, push. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Come on. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled. Every mountain and hill made low. And the crooked shall become straight. And the rough places level. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. This was the job of John's hiddenness. Come on. Go. You got one minute. Not comfortable. One minute. Forty-five seconds. Don't back off. You got it. Come on. 15 seconds. You can do it. Do you feel the pinch? Do you feel the burn? Three. Two, 
recover. Now listen, if you can only do 30 seconds of the push, don't you dare be defeated. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Recover it. Flush your legs. And he, being John the Baptist, went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Like, this is what, this is what he did. This is his job. What do you do, John? Well, I hang out here in the wilderness near this river and I proclaim, I use my voice. There was no internet, there was no Facebook, no social media, just John. I wonder, did he literally shout every day? Prepare the way. <laughs> Either way, he held his post. He knew his role. He was preparing the way. Proclaiming a baptism of repentance. You guys have heard me talk about repentance. It literally means not just to have a new thought, but to have a new purpose. Woo! The Lord first called me out in the wilderness, no joke. After years and years and years of having my heart broken, because my thing was, if only somebody would love me. My father didn't love me. I didn't feel loved by my parents. It just, it doesn't mean I wasn't loved. I just didn't see it, feel it. They were pretty busy with their own brokenness. And so everyone, put your brokenness card in the air. Wave your freak flag of brokenness. We all have it. But I didn't have Jesus. I didn't have an understanding of him. So my life began a wilderness lifestyle. So if John was out there proclaiming baptism, repentance, I was out in the world proclaiming somebody love me. Somebody. See me. Tell me. Call me. And so when years and years and years and years of my heart being broken, because that's what will happen. Humans cannot fill the space that a divine God who created me can. So one day I felt this call, don't know why. I never camped a day in my life, but I felt like I needed to go camping. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you just need to get away. Maybe it's because I had no money as a college student, but I packed up my little red Honda Civic with one friend. I knew one destination to go because I, I saw it on the 
billboard at the rec center at school at ASU. It's called Havasupai Falls. Loaded up my car, headed for the falls. Never hiked further. I don't even think I really hiked, really hiked a day in my life. Put all the gear on my back. 10 mile hike into a canyon. You should Google, have a suit by falls, Google it. But it was there in the wilderness, the bottom of those of that canyon with these waterfalls. They're breathtaking, it was glorious. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. And my little broken, smattered, smashed heart, who wasn't looking for God, but God was looking for her, stared at this waterfall, breathtaking, shocked. Could something be so beautiful? Gave me perspective right there as I stood at the base of a waterfall. I was being refreshed. Literally and figuratively. The water hitting my face, the sun on my back. And I had a perspective. And in a moment, this thought came over me. Everybody, you have two minutes to increase, go. This thought came over me and it was a voice inside me that said, I made you like this waterfall. You were made for so much more. And that's all I knew is that my life was made bigger, stronger, more impacting, for more impact than what I was living. And I knew, I had this sense of identity. You're like this waterfall, strong, beautiful, and people are refreshed by you. Now I'd like to tell you that Jesus came and said, and now I would like you to work for me. Do this, do that. No, it was just the beginning. The seed was planted. I had repentance. I want to live for something more. I had a new thought and a new purpose. Live for more. for more than just the approval of man. Live for more. And it was in the wilderness, just like John. The voice of one crying in this wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. That moment at the waterfall was just the Lord saying, prepare the way, I'm coming for you. Prepare the way, I'm coming for you, and you will prepare the way. Come on, two minute push. 30 seconds, go. Not comfortable but doable. 
breathe. Five, four, three. Cover. In the wilderness, a desolate place. That's what it means, a barren place. Desolate. Good job. Settle into a pace that feels good. What's funny to me is this scripture. Before I even really knew, the context was that John the Baptist was written about him with this verse. This is from Isaiah 40, 3-5. The writer, Luke, is quoting Isaiah, the Old Testament, saying, this is what Isaiah was talking about. This one crying in the wilderness, saying, prepare the way. This is who John was. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way. Everyone, two minutes, push again. Your choice, listen again, if you only last for 30 seconds, keep your smile on. This Isaiah 43 through five. It's the scripture that I read at the beginning of every instructor training retreat intensive when we're all together. This gets declared. The voice of one calling has called them, come away with me to a place you do not know. to prepare the way. We are the way. We're the path. His word lights it, but we point it out. We show people the way to go. Come on. You have one minute, less than a minute. Make his path straight. Every valley filled. That's why you're here. Listen, the Lord wants to lift up the low places. Lower the high places. Straighten the crooked places. And level out all the rough, snagging places. Come on. 13 seconds, 10, 5, recover, prepare the way of the Lord, I'm telling you, I'm just being straight up with you, this thing that God has called me to, 
Man, I did not choose this. He chose me. Because this is a lot like being John the Baptist. People go, what? What's the point? Why? Why don't we just count our calories? Lose some weight. Why don't you just tell, just tell us what to do, Lisa, so we can get thinner thighs and tighter abs. Mm. I wish I could. I mean, I could and I do, but it's not the point. And so the church doesn't know what to do with me and the secular world, the unbelievers don't know what to do with me. And so out in the wilderness we go. Out in the wilderness we'll be preparing the way of the Lord, making ready a people. This is the call of my life. And if you're listening to me, it's a call on yours too. You're not gonna be missed, you're not gonna be understood. You're not gonna, you don't want what your character can't hold. The Lord sees the enemies and he knows. He knows the land we're in. You got two minutes more to recover, and then you will go for another two minutes. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Everyone say, prepare the way of the Lord. I want you to see your heart bow down. Prepare the way. God will. He will do it. He is the voice crying out of the wilderness. Notice this verse says many times, every valley shall be filled. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked shall become straight. The rough places shall become level. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. That word shall, it means to give. God's going to give us all of this. God gives. God will. He's a giver. I heard the Lord say to me, Elisa, I know all your needs and requests before you even ask. I will give. I will. I know what to give you that will build firmly upon what I've already given you. I'm a giver. He just kept saying, right? Because when we're in the wilderness, we can begin to wonder, God, are you here? Do you see me out here? Are you gonna give? Are you gonna make good? He will, he will. Everyone go, two minutes, go. Come on, come on. I'm going quiet, you're going for two minutes. Prepare the way, God will. Say that, prepare the way, God will.
away. God will. God will. And his will is good. Come on. God will. And his will is good. Say it. Say it until your DNA stands up to it. But are you willing to be the one, the one, not the many, but the one crying in the wilderness, crying out, prepare, get ready, recover. This is going to be good. Every hill made low. See this as I say it. Every hill, every obstacle, everything that seems way too out of reach. You're way in over your head, which I am. Way in over my head. Uneducated, ordinary woman called to do a strange thing. And I'm prepared in the wilderness. But it's in the wilderness, you guys. The desolate place when you're blessed I've said it oh, so many times haven't I told you when your only hope is God you're blessed when your only hope is God the bridge you walk on just got firm and strong your only hope God will there's so many things in my life right now and this is where the enemy comes and he pushes me into a wilderness state of mind, but the Holy Spirit says, hey, let's go there. Let's go ahead and go there. <laughs> let the temptation come to believe the lie of Lisa. Let it come because as you stand on the word of God, because that's how Jesus stood in Matthew 4. He stood against the temptation by repeating the word of God to the enemy. It's funny. I mean, and he was the word. He could have said anything, but no, he said what had already been spoken. Ooh, that ought to tell you something. In the wilderness, until you hear a fresh word, you repeat what you have heard. You repeat it, you repeat it, you repeat it. Prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord. The Lord is coming. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to trim my wick and get ready. He's coming. Prepare the way of the Lord. Jesus speaks the word. And in a wilderness, in the hidden place, in the desolate place, intimacy with God grows. Your hope is not in Google. Your hope is not in analytics. Your hope is not. It's in the obedience to the voice in asking the question and taking time to listen. Listen! I'm gonna go silent and you're gonna practice listening. Just listen. But posture your heart. Say, God, speak. I'm listening. And if you start to talk more than you're listening, say it again. God, speak. I'm listening.
flesh will see. Remember that in the end, God is turning you into a testimony, a living epistle. People will come to you in the wilderness because that's what happened. Eventually people started coming and John refreshing them. The baptism of repentance and the forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness. Think about that. Up until this point, they had to slaughter things. And Paul and John saying, just come, get dunked. Get dunked. I baptize you with water, but the one who's coming after me will baptize you in fire. Jesus baptizes us. You guys, for this whole song, when I say go, go to the point of discomfort and hold it. You're trying for four minutes. You're trying for four minutes. Your best of discomfort for four minutes. Get ready, set, go. Come on, come on. Wilderness, I'd rather not. Come on, the place where it's you and God. Just the most important things. You and God, God and you. He's preparing you. The wilderness is a place of preparation. The ability to hear God speak, prepare the way. Come on. You're on your razor's edge. You could easily back off, but you're not going to. Do your best again. If it's too much, pull back, get your breath, then come back. Listen, every setback is for a comeback. Come on. God will prepare the way. God will make paths straight. God will fill valleys. God will make hills low. Come on. You don't want to do it. You want him. God will straighten the crooked paths. God will make the rough roads smooth. Come on. Start repeating the things he has done. Stop looking at what he hasn't done. What has he done? Testify right now. Use your mouth. Testify. He has saved my marriage. He has saved my children from the cords of death. He has saved my heart, given me a heart of flesh instead of stone. He has given me rest. You know what? In the wilderness, you got a lot of time to rest. Come on. Rest. What has he done? Testify. Prepare the way. 
Listen, Revelation says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Every time you say what Jesus has done, you're releasing a future vision and call. It's like you're taking a stone from the past, throwing it into the future. And one day at a time, one footstep at a time, you will catch up to that prayer. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Prepare the way. He did it back there. He's gonna do it again up here. Valleys high, hills low, crooked things straight, rough places smooth, and all flesh shall see. Three, two, one, recover. Holy smokes. And here's what I love about this. Even when I, again, I, I read this, we're now in platoon 20 for instructor training. Remember, discipleship making. If you are getting met by these, this movement and truth and love and worship thing, I'm telling you, God might be putting his finger saying, this is your design, go make disciples this way. God is gonna infiltrate every realm of society, every realm. He's going down every road. He'll go down any road. He's tenacious about his sons and daughters that all shall hear. We know once the word is proclaimed over all the earth, the bridegroom returns for the bride. I want in on that. I want in. Preparing the bride, preparing the way. That's what I'm here to do with you. Pre preparing you in your heart, in your mind, in your body, in your soul. Put on your, put it on, put your skin on. Be in it. And then dress yourself with the armor. And, de and declare the gospel, declare the good news. And even when you don't feel it, you gotta declare it. Like I said, I didn't feel like this today, but I'm declaring it. Because I'm being faithful to the call. Faithful to serve the king. And that's all I do here with you, is just prepare you. Make ready people. Battle for freedom, freedom, freedom. To worship God. Care for yourself with kindness. Clothe yourself in kindness and humility. So you may carry the burdens of others. So what platoons have come through, platoon 20, I mean, I used to read this verse before I actually knew this one was connected to John the Baptist. Like the Lord showed me, I remember saying, what are we doing up here in this retreat thing? And he gave me Isaiah 40, three through five. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain hill shall be made low. The crooked shall become straight, rough places made level. Like you can, that's what he does. Let me just say that at this discipleship making thing called instructor training, he just gets with us. He, he aligns us, right? Because you can hear that, that scripture is like, anything high comes low, anything low comes high, anything leaning to the right will lean left. 
he just, he does his rebuilding thing. He does this construction project on us. Like, I'm making you ready so you can hold the glory of the Lord because people are going to come to you and you need to be ready. You need to be ready for every good work. But I'm looking for a few good men and women. That's what the Lord's doing. I'm looking for you. This is why we call ourselves Platoon. We're an army. He's looking for a few good men and women. And this is not a party. This is a war. There's some partying. <laughs> there is. But at the end of the day, this is war. Heaven invading earth. Invading earth. Put your boots on. Carry your sword. Pack lightly. Leave a small footprint. Just passing through. But I love with this whole scripture at the end that it says, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. And all flesh will see. At the end of that six days retreat together, I'm telling you, nothing but testimony of how we saw God move. Because we were a bunch of people who went to the wilderness and said, I don't know. I, like, I didn't plan on being here. We look to the right, look to the left, and say, were you planning on, I wasn't planning. God called me here. Just as he called John the Baptist. From his mother's womb, he called him. We know that scripture says that he saw our unformed bodies. When we were in our mother's womb, he saw each of us. And said, you will be the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. If you are feeling hidden today, if you are feeling like, man, come on, God. I feel dry. You feel like you're just going through the motions. I want you to hear me say you're blessed. You are blessed. Thank you for going through the motions. Thank you for just going through it. Even if your emotions aren't connected to your motion, thank you for continuing the motion forward. It will break. It will come. They will come. Be faithful. The one who called you is faithful. If he said it, he'll do it. Be strange. Be weird. Embrace it. Prepare the way of the Lord. God will, and his will is good. God will. He will use you, and it will be good. Thank you, God, for this time. Speak blessings over those in the wilderness. Kiss them, God. Kiss them. Clothe them. May they love you more than anything else. May they know the beauty of the intimacy with you when there is nothing else but you. How blessed truly happy they shall be. In Jesus' name, amen.
This Jesus